I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And today we are going to have a conversation with Lifeline's International Director, Josh Caldwell, who is affectionately known around these parts as Big Daddy. And Josh has been at Lifeline for over five years, and uh, his first position with Lifeline was actually as Director of Engagement and Partnerships through Lifeline. And he was engaging local churches to get engaged with orphan care, adoption, and foster care, as well as just helping people in general know how they could connect to Lifeline. And, And through this journey, Josh and his uh, wonderful wife Stacy have adopted two boys, and they have seen through their adoptions firsthand just the beauty of intercountry adoption. And so it was a natural uh, transition for Josh uh, almost 18 months ago to come over to the international adoption side and to spend his time here. And, and the Lord has just graciously opened up the way for him to be the director of our international adoption program. So Josh, I I just want you to kind of tell folks, you know, we talk a lot about adoption and Mm -hmm. certainly I think when people think about orphans around the world or think about vulnerability, uh, one of the first things that comes to mind is how can I open my home? How can I adopt? And if I'm being truthful, I think one of the first times that I really saw James 127 and God really pricked it on my heart, you know, and, 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 and this whole idea of that pure and undefiled religion was to take care of orphans and widows in their distress and to keep yourself unstained for the world. If I'm honest, you know, I kind of put adoption in mm-hmm. there and that this was a verse for adoption, yeah. you know, and then you look at a verse like Isaiah 117, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, you know, bring justice to the fatherless and plead the widow's case. And, and that brings some even some ideas that adoption is not the only thing that we can do for orphans. And so as the international adoption director who's thinking about adoption, kind of help us think through what if a family comes to place and goes, you know what? I don't know if God's calling us to adopt. What are other ways that they can get engaged to plead the case of the orphan, to bring justice to the orphan, yeah. uh, to to help the orphan? Yeah, thanks, Harvey. When I when I think of um, this topic of what if I'm not called to adoption right now, what can I still do? I really think of those verses you mentioned. Um, about seven years ago, when my wife and I were praying through the next chapter of our life in ministry, we were at um, an orphanage in Guatemala. We were helping out and just praying through what God had for our life. And we just were seeking the Lord to see um, what his plans were, what he had already blessed through scripture, what he had already said he would um, be a part of, because we were at a place where we were so many times had tried to come up with our own ideas for ministry and, and really were just kind of opening our hands and saying, God, what is next for our family? And he really led us to that verse, James 127, that you said earlier. And um, for our family at that time, we did feel called to adoption. We did feel like that was the calling that uh, the Lord had on our life, but it opened up a door for us to be able to speak to so many other believers um, about this call to care for. What does it mean to really care for or to visit? Um, you know, I, I think of the word responsibility. It means to take responsibility for orphans and widows and their affliction. And um, the opposite of taking responsibility a lot of times is to forget about. Mm. And I really think the Lord um, wants believers to to have the orphan on their mind and on their heart, the widow on their mind and on their heart, and and using the gifts that God has given them to, to impact um, those orphans and widows. And 
And so for our family, we just came to a place where we felt like it was adoption, but then had so many conversations over the last seven years with families that had not been called to adoption and still were asking the question, okay, then how do I get involved? Um, and I think one of the major things is we believe in the local church. We believe in the church's call to care for widows and orphans, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. And we believe that is the place to begin this. If you're asking this question today, what, what do I do and how can I help if I'm not called to adoption? I believe it's going to your church first and talking to the church about engaging in this mission of caring for the orphan. And um, you can do that through, you know, helping to start a, a orphan care ministry in your church or a team of people that are praying through and thinking about getting others involved in orphan care is one major way um, that I know that, that families can can start that process is just engaging their church, engaging their local church and helping to do that. Um, we have friends um, that are part of like Friends of Lifeline that have spoken to this in so many ways and have given some very specific things um, that people can be a part of. Um, but we always kind of come, that conversation kind of comes back, Herbie, to, uh, to engaging local church. Yeah. So really even, you know, the the, the, the mission statement of Lifeline is to equip the body of Christ. And so that starts with the local church, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because members of the body of Christ are gathering at their local churches. And, and we really believe, right, that as a, a, a parachurch organization, as a ministry that's sitting outside of the local church, mm-hmm. that our aim and our goal is to be a bridesmaid to that church and to support that church. And so, yeah, I think the very first place we would want to send people is back to their local church yeah, to definitely. engage those local churches. And, and you know, part of, of I think what we see is is calling local churches to pray. Um, and that as they're being intentional to lead their people, that they're having intentional prayer times to to pray for the orphan, to pray for the vulnerable. And and you know what? I think something that you could speak into even, Josh, is, is as people are praying, how can they pray for those who are called to adopt? Yeah. You know, certainly we want to pray for the orphan, but what are some specific ways that people can start to pray for those who have been called to adopt? That's great. There are hundreds of families right now that are in the process of adoption through Lifeline. And we are um, so privileged to partner with those families. And each of those families are in need of prayer through this process. And some of the very specific things that you can be praying for these families about is um, just the the, the the peace of the Lord on their on their hearts and lives. Many times an adoption process has difficulty that walks through it. Many times there are challenges in the process of adoption and many times there are struggles that they will walk through. There may be a delay in a process. There may be a piece of paper that um, they need and they just can't get that piece of paper yet or, uh, or maybe it's a financial need. But we pray that for the peace of the Lord over these families. Um, each and every day. So I pray, I would ask you to join us in praying for the peace of the Lord over these families and then provision. I think peace and provision are two things that I, um, that I like to, to encourage people to pray for because international adoption is costly. It is sacrificial. There's lots of things that go into it. It's important for us to pray and join those families in praying for the provision of the Lord financially and resources uh, and support along that process. Yeah, and so we we know that this journey is a faith journey for these families, and and many times they get uh, discouraged along the way, maybe because they've waited. And I think a lot of times as Americans, right, we see a family that's struggling, we see a family that's process has been long, and our first thought is, well, what congressman can I call? What senator can I call? Yeah. You know, who who do I know that's in the embassy of that country? Right. What can I do to help? 
quicken this process. But, you know, we need to stop first and go to the author of life, right. who is the sovereign over this process, who rules over the congressmen and the senators and the governments and the right. authorities. And so we just want to encourage people. There are families. And, and right now, what, about 300 families yep. just through Lifeline that are in the adoption process right. internationally? Right. And those families are going to have delays. They're going to have wait times. They're going to have stuff that's that stuff that's just hard. We we have a family right now in, in a country in Asia whose child is is literally clinging for life. And yeah. and they have gone through this process and the Lord has provided for them to be there by the bedside of this child. But we want to plead for the life of this child, but we also want to plead for this family that, that yeah. God would be a peace to them. And so you know, let's let's just kind of even as we are thinking about this, and and maybe tomorrow, Josh, we'll come back and hit some of these other things. But today, what are some ways that people can be praying for the orphan? So we see the orphan, we want to pray for those families, but then we've got the orphan. What are some of the major needs that we're seeing of kids around the world, and how can we go to the King of Heaven, the Author of Life, and plead on behalf of these children? Yeah. Definitely. That, that's a huge thing that is on our hearts every day is, is praying for the orphan and just thinking about um, situations, you know, orphans around the world are in, in many different situations. They may be in an orphanage setting, um, even potentially on the street, or they may be in a foster family. They may be in a temporary, um, temporary safe home, but they're in need of permanency. And so we want to pray for permanency for these children, whether that permanency is domestically in that country where a church is raising up and encouraging families to adopt out of their congregation there locally, whether it's a temporary home like in foster care situation where those churches are raising up families to temporarily care, or if they've had to have an orphanage setting where um, there's children that are being cared for by nannies. I just I want us to be prayerful for those orphans for permanency, that they would find a permanent home um, that, and, a, and a permanent mom and dad that they can um, they can cling on to. And then we also want to pray for them spiritually, um, definitely um, that the Lord's uh, hand would be with them and that they would hear the gospel of Jesus Christ in their setting, whether, whatever setting that happens to be in, that they would believers would come into their path and that the gospel of Christ would be shared to them and shown to them um, wherever they are. So definitely want to pray for permanency and the gospel to be spread. And then just again for provision over their life that the Lord would provide people um, that care and love and can provide for them. So those are three major things that we can be praying for the orphan. And then I think just one last thing is we can pray for vulnerable children around the world is, you know, something that we don't like to think about. But a lot of the reasons that kids are orphaned is because of preventable disease or poverty. And certainly our heart and our hope is that these families who are abandoning their children because of poverty, are abandoning their children because they can't feed or care for their children, that the Lord will provide ways and mechanisms Mm -hmm. so that those children will be able to stay uh, attached and we'll be able to stay within their families. And so certainly we don't want abused or neglected or abandoned children to stay in a system of of abuse or neglect. But for those families in third world and developing countries that just can't afford their children, let's pray that the Lord would give resources and would give opportunities that those families could stay attached and, and that the gospel would be made known there. So even as we plead to the Father on behalf of these children, let's pray for domestic alternatives for these kids 
that they one day could be the great evangelist of their country. So today, you know, we just want to call you to prayer. And as we end this week, uh, uh, this Friday, would you just take this weekend to pray? And maybe even as you go to your places of worship on Sunday, would you go and go up to a pastor or go up to a staff member at your local congregation and say, how can we be intentionally praying for the orphan? How can we intentionally be praying for those families that have been called to foster or adopt? And how can we make that a pattern of what our faith family does? And then, beloved, why don't you start today becoming a prayer partner on behalf of the orphan and the widow and the vulnerable child around the world? You know, you can go to Lifeline's website today and volunteer to be one of our prayer partners. Our staff gathers every morning And we focus on an area of the world and an area of our country to pray for the orphan, to pray for families, and to pray for those that are are caring for orphans. And so if you'd like to be a part of that or maybe get those prayer updates or know how you can be praying specifically along with our team for orphans, please go to lifelinechild.org. If you'll go to the Engage tab up at the top and click on Prayer, you can fill out a form and become a prayer partner of Lifeline. Well, thanks for listening today to the Fender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. And for more information about how you can get engaged with Lifeline, you can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We will see you again next week with Josh Caldwell from Defender Podcast as we continue to look at ways outside of adoption that you can get engaged with the vulnerable child and the orphan around the world.